base station, Ready for the PlayStation Show UA. Episode 179 of the PlayStation Show UK, I am Zone Ripper. With me, here comes Bot. Hello. Alright. Yeah, you? Yeah, I'm alright. I could do with some uh, M&M's. M&M's? Yeah, you know, like the, the crispy M&M's. ones. Yeah, they're good. If only somebody had them. Yeah. And and they shared. If only Skype <laughs> would allow you to share. Uh, yeah, but, you know, it would only be in, in this country, even if it was. Yeah, uh, that's true. I mean, it lets me share my desktop, but it won't let me share M&M's. No. What's that you got there? What's that packet? Oh, uh, nothing, nothing. What? That sounds like M&M's, crisp, crispy M&M's. I don't know what you're talking I about. I could tell by the rustling. Hand them over. Okay. I'll confiscate them. Until the end of the show. I'll put them on the next flight over to you. Brilliant. Okay. Where the fuck are you? I am in Belgium again. Belgium again, but a different yeah. hotel in Belgium. Uh, I've stayed here before, but I'm doing the rounds, so I'm sort of coming back right. round again. So you just see how long you see how long it takes before you get barred from each one, yeah. That's pretty much it, yeah. See what kind of rubbish I can get up to before they ban me. And I'm, and I'm aiming for a lifetime ban as well. You should ask uh, Mr Slugger for tips. That is true. But, um, anyway, also with us, D-Sonics. Hello. You alright? So, so you're like 24 hours late. Hmm... I think you're a bit premature. <laughs> it's a common problem. You sent me a message yesterday saying, whenever you're ready, Zone, I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> I was like, did I, I have to a... play with him tonight on Sniper? And I know he only asked you. He didn't fucking ask me if I was Well, I got my, my fancy new new sort of tablet stroke laptop thing because um, my other one was fucked. Um on a, a really good recommendation by yourself, Zonal. Um, yeah. And I was really excited to do podcasts. <laughs> and <laughs> got a day ahead of myself. And we sat here at 8pm yesterday, waiting for a call with my headphones on Skype ready. Oh, See, that's, that's the difference between us. It's like, you get a new one, and you were itching to do a podcast. If I was to get a new one, I'd be itching to watch as much porn as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Just to see what the resolution's like. Yeah, just see how quickly I can get a fucking virus. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's one thing I don't... I mean, I must have downloaded some weird stuff, and previous owners must have downloaded some weird stuff on that last laptop. It, forever doing this, that, and the other, and asking me if I want more of uh, antivirus software. And I was like, all these things just get off. It used to take, like, ten minutes just before I could use the fucking thing. I must have fucking good antivirus. Well, this is <laughs> I never seem to get any. The amount of porn I watch is unbelievable. <laughs> uh, porn sites are the worst. Unless, you, <laughs> unless you're going to illegal download sites, and then they're even worse. But 
See, that's where you get the, that's where you get the viruses from when you start trying to download it. If you stream it, you're fine. Yeah, that's true. I've never had a problem streaming it for the last ten years. So, yeah. um, okay. Anyway, um, there is no Don with us this week. He is sunning himself in Barcelona. Wait, he's gone to Barcelona. Isn't he? I think so. <laughs> Anyway, it's got, he's, it's got, he's abroad. He's abroad. I'm sure he's in Barcelona. <laughs> and it's um, not America. <laughs> <laughs> so he will not be joining us this week. Um, no dedication. I mean, I'm abroad and I'm still on the call. I know, yeah. It's fucking Unbelievable. a bit of a letdown, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, I mean he, may, he may, you know, make a final appearance right at the very end, perhaps. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe, Maybe. Just to say hello, goodbye, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can't we can't end the show without Don saying peace out. I know. Yeah. Can you imagine if he didn't do that? We'd be here forever. Just, yeah, I can't stop. I can't press stop recording until, until he's that. done that. Yeah. Unbelievable. <coughs> okay, so with no Don here, we can no swiftly move on. So what what you guys been up to? Anything interesting? Are you saying we couldn't have swiftly moved on if he was here? That's you, you, how it sounded. Think, think about this, Bod. How many times does he interrupt your sections? Uh, um, every two minutes. Right, there you go. <laughs> so swiftly, swiftly moving on. <laughs> Good point, well made. <laughs> so what you, what you guys been up to? Chris has got a new I laptop. I got, I got a new laptop. I, keep, I have to say tablet, really, don't I? Because it is a tablet, really. Tablet. With a keyboard. <laughs> with a keyboard. keyboard. So yeah, but I like how I can de-attach de- it. De-attach it. What is? What's detach. the correct word? <laughs> detach. That's it. I'm getting mixed up. Um, excitement. Um, yeah. Um, I got that. Um, as new season of the Seven Deadly Sins on Netflix. Uh, I'm a little bit annoyed that they've not given us the whole season. So I've only watched like four the four episodes that are on there at the moment. What is it? But yeah, it's been a long time. It's an anime. Uh, so I don't know if it would interest you. But I, any anime fans out there, I, if you've not seen The Seven Deadly Sins, I highly recommend it on Netflix. See, I, I've, I've never been a massive anime fan. There's a few that I've really enjoyed. One of the mm. ones I, I still own, I think, is Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. Have you seen the trailer for the film? Yeah, it, I I do like the look of it, but I don't know. It's I, yeah. I'll watch it. Yeah, I mean, I thought it looked brilliant, but then that's probably because I'm not a massive anime. If, I think if you're a massive fan of anime, yeah. then it might be a bit strange. It's, it's this whole thing as well that I've I've been seeing it on Twitter. I like I can't think of the the correct term, but how they've gotten the the actress they have, um, Scarlett Johansson, in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like, why is it not? Uh, you know, a Japanese uh, actress, and I'm like, does it fucking matter? Yeah, they uh, they call it white. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, she doesn't look Japanese in the anime. <laughs> for being honest, that is yeah, that is true. They're not particularly at least not at least not to me anyway. But then I don't really, I'm not really that asked about fucking people's orientation in terms of nationality and all the rest of it. It's like. But, I mean, she does look more like the anime character than a, I think a Japanese woman would. So, yeah, I think I think it could be good. It looked good anyway. The trailer. So. 
Yeah. Um, as as long as they have this the scene at the end of the anime in the film, I'll be happy because it's a fucking brilliant scene at the end. Yeah, they yeah, I can't, they could do it. Uh, yeah, but I don't know I, whether they will. I, but I've I've seen sort of that. There's a a bit in the trailer where she kind of hides behind a, a pillar and there's bullets being shot at her, and I've, that looks like from that last scene as well. Um, but there's that, that's all they've kind of shown, and I'm like, that looks like that scene. But they obviously they don't want to show it because that is the money shot scene um, in the anime. So and not that kind of money shot scene. But no, not what you're thinking. Yeah, no, then I'm not interested. <laughs> okay, right. so, Bod, what have you been up to? Anything? <sighs> um, wanking. Nice. Okay. Uh, eating. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty much it. So eating anything? Food. <laughs> eating anything in particular? Uh, cookies. <laughs> uh, crunchy M&Ms. KFC. Chinese. Nice. And all the other really healthy stuff. I might get Chinese tomorrow. I've not had one for ages. <laughs> I'm going for a tandoori tomorrow. Yum. Um, have I been up to anything? Oh, I went to White Rock. I went to our local theatre. <clears throat> and what? Or a musical. Joseph and his Technicolor Dreamcoat. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's well old. <laughs> it is well old, but they're touring around different theatres now. Um, I didn't like so it. Who's, who's the it, big star? The big star was Joe McKeldry. If it's not Jason Donovan, then it's a waste. <laughs> Or Philip Schofield. Yeah, uh, Philip Schofield, Jason Donovan. Yeah, but he, he he was he was second rate to Jason Donovan, wasn't he? Mm. So you, Jason. you did like it or you didn't like I, it? I didn't particularly like it, no. That's because it's a Bible story and it's fucking boring. I think that's... Because it's musical. <laughs> I think that's kind of, kind of what it was. And I know, I know it's a musical, but there's too much singing. <laughs> <laughs> I do like a bit of acting in it, not not everything sung. So, mm. no, even when they're trying to narrate the story, it was with singing. It's, it's in song. <laughs> did did you sing along? What to? I closed my eyes. <laughs> yeah. Any dream will do. Um, no, yeah. I didn't. Well, I can't even remember how that goes. Well, the real we, version. We, we I did. Went to see it for a school trip. When I was still at school, we went to see it for a school trip, uh, and they made us learn all the songs before we went to see it, so we could all sing along when we were there. And when we were there, we were there. Nobody sang along. <laughs> but you know all the words now. Uh, I know a few of the words. I vaguely remember a few of them. I don't know them all. I only I only knew the rude version of it, which I couldn't obviously sing out loud to so. say. Um. Anyway, uh, have I done anything else? Um, no, not really. <laughs> a few gaming purchases, but that's yeah. coming up a bit later. That's kind of where my money's gone. Is like obviously the tablet and a few games. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so not very exciting. So hopefully, Bod can excite us with some upcoming releases. <laughs> you want me to excite you? Yes. Good luck with that. Right. And I was going to mention that last week, Sniper Elite 4 was released. 
Right. I'm buying it. Okay, good. And For Honor was also released last week. Not buying it. Not buying it. So, this week... Nothing Tuesday. Uh, yeah, nothing Tuesday. <laughs> uh, Friday this week. Guess the Zerk and the Band of the Hawk. <laughs> Yeah, we never on, never heard of that releases, one. releases, but I can't remember what on the first one. Exactly. What about Torment, Tides of Numenera? I've been waiting for that one, yeah. <laughs> Was it? Torment? Torment, that's what I said. Torment. Okay, yeah. So. Tides of Numenera. I've given up on the whiskey. I waited that long for you. I've kind of gone off it. <laughs> I thought I thought it gets better with age. Uh. Yeah, but uh, age is in years, not minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, what else is out? Uh, Warhammer Forty Thousand Death Watch. Day one. Ooh, a bit of Pringle. <laughs> no. No? No. Oh, okay. Uh, right, that's all I've got for Friday. So then we appear to have a Wednesday release next week. Awesome. 1st of March. Wednesday. Wednesday, Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> the hell was that? Me gasping. Oh, a Wednesday release. That's okay. a weird one. Mind you, that's when the store officially resets, I guess, on a um, PlayStation Four. Mm, I suppose. Um. Okay. I haven't pre-ordered that. I'm not sure if I'm getting it day one. Oh, I'm definitely not getting it day one. I may get it some point down the line, but I have a feeling it's one of these games that will probably just pass me by. Yeah. I I will get it. I'm just not sure if it'll be day one or not. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Uh, well, obviously that's the only thing on the Wednesday because games don't get released Wednesdays. Uh, so Friday the third of March, we've got Sub Level Zero Redux. Um. Okay, is that a submarine game? It's a shmup. What? Really hoping for a submarine game. <laughs> <laughs> submarine sim. Right, is is there such a thing anymore? Well, uh, we've got farming simulator. We should have sort of a submarine simulator. Yeah, but it would probably be a PC-only title. There's a niche in the market there. I'm, I'm going to talk to a few of my developer friends, see if they can make me something. I was about to say, there is a submarine game, but it's not a simulator. Is it? I, just, I can't remember. Yellow submarine? No, I can't remember the name of it. I'm just going through my library now to find it. <laughs> OK. 
Okay. My my dad had an old submarine game on the Spectrum. Hunt for Red October. <laughs> no. <laughs> they, well, was they didn't do a game release. No, no, they did do a game for that. I remember it. Oh, oh God, I've just sold Godzilla. I forgot we got that. <laughs> what? You bought Godzilla, you loser. I know. Okay, anything else? Uh, I think that's it. Okay. <clears throat> right, uh, so I've got a list of upcoming PSN games. Again, I still don't know how truthful this <laughs> list is, but I'm still going with it. Um, so out this week, uh, Berserk and the Band of the Hawk. Day one, obviously. Uh, Chime Sharp. Yes, all that on there today. Uh, Malicious Fallen. Mm-hmm. Merville's A VR Adventure. And if you hadn't it's... picked that for the VR. Uh, no, I didn't see that on there. Uh, Night in the Woods. That's not due yet. Yeah, so they got February the 21st here. It was it was in it was on the store for pre-order. Yeah, I remember seeing it. Just trying to find it now. See what the store date. Uh, where are you? Twenty-first, did you say? Yeah. It says the twenty-eighth. Oh, okay, Let's shift into next week then. Okay. Um, Psychonauts and the Rhombus of Ruin. VR only game. VR game, yep. Uh, sub level zero Redux. That's not on it. Uh, Wise Origin. Yes, that is. Um, I've got for twenty second, which is tomorrow. Shift happens. Not not shit happens. Shift happens. <laughs> yeah, that's not on here yet. Okay, and then I've also got something here for the 23rd, which is Thursday, Former 8. Former 8. Sorry. That rings uh, a bell, but it's not on here. No. Uh, 24th, it's February, A Pixel Story. That's not on here. Um, and then shift into next week for the 28th, Ghostblade HD. Um, they've also got Horizon Zero Dawn for the 28th, so I don't know, but this is probably American. And Torment, Tides of Numenera. And Valhalla Hills Definitive Edition. And then March the 3rd, I'm surprised you didn't say this one, board unless it's digital only, but WRC6. Uh, it didn't come up on my list that hmm. I noticed. Maybe it's wrong. <laughs> As in, this list is wrong. Uh, there is there is another one on there that me and Bud were just discussing while you were on your ten minute hiatus. Hmm. Um, called Vaccine. Um, looks like a really shit Resident Evil clone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's available uh, this week as well. It looks weird. Okay, so it's, don't, it, don't it looks like it looks like 
Yeah, it looks like old school Resident Evil, like old Resident Evil, not remastered Resident <laughs> Evil. Yeah, but also also crossed with Minecraft. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, uh, so that's upcoming PSN store. Uh, so what we've been playing? You would like to go first. Uh, Don. <laughs> no. Yeah, I've been playing nothing. <laughs> Okay, he hasn't played anything, so uh, who's next? Uh, I'll go. Um, I played a bit of Ninja Senki DX. Was that one of our three games, I want to say? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's just a a really old-school pixel platformer, um, like proper old-school, where the characters are just these big, fat sprites. (laughs) Um, It played all right, but it's... uh, yeah, you play as a, a ninja trying to save, I guess, a princess. I can't remember. <laughs> um, and you just go through the levels. It's like, it's that old school, you know, one, two, one, 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 two, one, three sort of levels, I think. Um, and you've got like a throwing star that's the same size as you. Um, I uh, I played like two levels of it. I was like, okay, I'm bored now. <laughs> Turned it off. It's still on there. Uh, I'll probably go back to it because it looks like it's got some easy trophies in there. But yeah, a lot of it's about speed running and stuff and defeating things with perfect challenges, assassin challenges, so many seconds defeating these bosses, that sort of thing. Um, I played another pixel game uh, called Uncanny Valley. Um. I was expecting a little bit more of this in terms of like a sort of story. Um, as you play in this guy, uh, you start off as a homeless guy, but then he keeps having the, you keep having these weird dreams every so often where you're getting chased by these black figures. Um, and there doesn't seem to be any way of escaping them. You just, they catch you and then you come out of the, the nightmare and then carry on. You, you take this job in this town um, at this disused, uh, business that there's this one guy who's working there and you have to work there um, and then you can travel from there to this apartment building uh, where you're staying and you meet this woman um, there is multiple endings to it I got one ending I don't think it was a good ending but um, it's, it's weird it's very weird um, it kind of reminded me of um, what was the one we played Oh, I can't remember the name of it now. Uh, at EGX or no, the, on the Vita, the little horror game, uh, Last Survivor or something. Can you remember? We haven't lost him again, have we? I don't know. He's I don't know. Says he's still on the call, but I can't hear him. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just too in cool. His face, exactly mugs still there. Yeah, hope he's still giving us the V's. <laughs> he's not muted himself, has he? Zono! <laughs> oh, man. Do you remember the name of that game, Bod? Well, no, I didn't play it. <laughs> We got it for free as well at some point. 
I just can't remember. You do know I don't own a Vita, right? I know, yeah, but it come on PS3 as well. Right, horror game. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think it. I think it was something like Last Survivor or something like that. I don't know how far down. Was, it, was, it, was it like really dark most of the time? Yeah, and you did have like a sort of torch, I guess. Right. Yeah, I know which one you mean, but I'm not 100 percent certain. So, so Zoda can hear us, but we can't hear him. <laughs> they don't know why we can't hear him. You've not muted yourself, have you, you pleb? I mean, he did say at the beginning of the of the show that his plan was for people not to be able to hear him. <laughs> <laughs> so his dream has come true. <laughs> oh, where is it? God, it must be way far down. <laughs> It'll be before PS4, won't it? Once I get past all the PS4 games. Zono, are you there? Lone Survivor. That's it. I just googled Vita Survivor and it came up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, do you want me to carry on Zono or what? Well, you might as well carry on, uh, and then I'll say what I've been playing, and then maybe Zonal or <laughs> reappear. <by then. laughs> um, all right. <clears throat> Next game I picked up uh, was in the sale. It was like fifteen quid. It was uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Um, what was it? I've said bef- before that. Uh, I'm going to guess a full price forty, fifty quid game. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Um, I've said before I'm not the biggest Assassin's Creed fan I think the the only real games I've ever played properly has been Liberation on the Vita and uh, Assassin's Creed 4 because of Pirates Um, but this one's set in London uh, in 1886 I want to say no that sounds too much like the order doesn't it but it's around that time anyway (laughs) um and you, this one has you playing as two different assassins that you can switch between um, brother and sister, Evie and Jacob Fry. Um, Evie is brilliant. I like her character. Jacob's just an arse. Um, <laughs> um, and it, like I say, it's got that London setting, which I was like, well, for 15 quid, I am in- British, but yeah, it's very... It's typical grim and stuff. I do miss the nice bright colours of the, the Caribbean from Assassin's Creed 4. Um, but the, the more I've played it, the more I've gotten into the story. Um, I've just gotten to this section now where um, it's the start of World War I. Uh, London's getting bombed. Hello. Um, and I've got... Hello. Hello. There he is. I'm back. <laughs> um... And it's instead of having like a mission marker on the map, it's got like this weird sort of rip in in the game, I guess, because uh, obviously this is the Aspergio, or however you say it, sort of simulation thing. And I go through there, and I'm in London like 20 years later, um, and I'm playing another character, uh, another woman that's obviously relates to him because she's got. 
second names for I can't remember a first name actually. Um, but London Bridge has been built by this point, um, which I was like, shit, yeah, I forgot that was missing. Um, and uh, Winston, I've met a, a very slim Winston Churchill, um, and a couple of times I've had to shoot down some planes from a machine from a gunner boat um, to stop the zeppelins coming over and bombing us. Um, it's only a, a small fraction of the original area of London. Um, and I can, I'm now free to go back into between the, the two areas now. Um, I don't actually know why I've, this has happened, but every time I do a sort of mission in there, I get this weird, like, godlike person appear above London Bridge, start telling me story, the part of the story, and I'm like, what the fuck? Um, I have no idea what's going on in terms of that part of it, but the the story with Evie and Jacob's pretty good. Um, obviously, it's the assassins versus the temples all over again. Um, and like I say, she's definitely the better character out of the two. I, I do I do like his top hat, but then he takes the top hat off when you go into sneak mode and pulls up his hood. And I'm like, where's he fucking put the top hat? <laughs> it's not like your pockets are big enough to keep a top hat in. Um, it's, uh, it's gaming logic for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's I've, I've it's one of them. I just I dip into it for a couple of hours each night now and again. Um, and at first, it was a bit. Yeah, it's just another Assassin's Creed, but the more I'm getting into it, the the more I am enjoying it. Um, I've unlocked uh, this new hookshot type thing they've got going on. It's very similar to how it works in Batman. Uh, it you scale up buildings quicker, but unlike Batman where it's just constantly there and then you just press the button whenever you want to, you know, zip line off up to somewhere, this is very finicky when it wants to let you zip line up something. Uh, which is annoying because sometimes I think if it was like Batman, you could then quick get out of places like an assassin probably would. But then I'm just waiting for the icon to say, right now you can press the button to use it. Um, but yeah, that, I definitely, for, I, I've never been, I'm not a huge fan of stealth games. Um, and this does have the whole, you know, you can do it stealthily if you want. and But then if shit hits the fan, you can do it another way. But They've definitely got the stealth really working well in this now, um, and I do. It's one of the few games I do actually enjoy trying to do stealthily. Um, so yeah, that's Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Um, the other game I played uh, was another little indie game called Knee Deep, um, which I picked up a couple of weeks ago, but only really played just on Monday. Yeah, yesterday. Um, it's this, it's got a weird story where some actors hanged himself from a water tower in this little small town um, while he was there filming uh, with the rest of the crew. Uh, you ha- as you playing as three different characters. Uh, one's a an internet blogger, another one's a news reporter, um, and the third one is a private investigator that the, the studio has hired to investigate his death. Um, but whereas some of these games, it has you wandering around like an area and asking questions and that sort of stuff. This is actually set like a proper stage show. So you see the lights at the front of the stage and the whole, you see the set. And then when it changes to a different area, it just spins around. 
and then the actors kind of walk on their own to the different places to where they're supposed to stand and stuff. You just basically have to press the face buttons and that's it um, to go somewhere or to pick different co- you know dialogue and conversations and that's pretty much it. It's actually pretty. F- it's it was it doesn't look very good, but it's actually better than it looks. Um, story stories. It's it's interesting. It gets funny in places. There's uh, I think one of my favourite characters I've met so far is like the the current mayor of this little town, where he'll say the wrong word in a conversation, and then his his aide will or this person this woman that's always seems to be with him will correct him saying, "Oh, I think you meant to say this." So he's like, "No, if I meant to say that." Uh, then that that would have meant this, and that's not what I meant. And it's like he doesn't get <laughs> he's saying things wrong, and it's just funny every time. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it. Looks like a fairly easy trophy list as well. Uh, I think there's like forty four trophies and the platinum for it as well. Um, I played this just picking my own dialogues. Um, I'm like making my own decisions and not looking at a trophy list till I completed it, and I got like twenty four of the forty four trophies out of it easy as that um i've obviously since looked at the trophy list and there's just it's like oh pick the same dialogue option for everything um so it might require a few playthroughs but it's not the longest game it took me like maybe four hours um and that was me kind of taking my time so you could kind of rush through some of the dialogue as well um so yeah that's 44 trophies in the platinum so um also oh go no, I was, yeah, I was just hmm into that game. Can you can you skip dialogue? I think you can. I think you can press the button to make it go quicker. Um, so like on your second, third playthrough, you just you can just yeah. Sat, oh, okay. I mean, yeah, I'd keep an eye out for when your options come up because obviously that each character has like because um, I noticed this obviously when I played it the first time. Like uh, I think the uh, the blogger one of her options all the time is like a strange response. And one of the, the trophies is to pick that as a strange response every time. Um, so as long as you, you make sure you're picking the right one and you, you don't press the wrong button, um, I think you'd be fine. Okay. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing that and having her do strange responses to everybody's questions all the time. Um, so yeah. Um, I also picked up Niho. Um, which is basically uh, Dark Souls set in Japan. Um, that's what a lot of people are referring it to, but it's not quite—it's <coughs> not quite like a Souls game. <coughs> it definitely has. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> oh. it's probably—it's probably a little bit harder, but it plays more like Bloodborne um, in terms of that it's quicker, uh, and it's—I mean, you can block, but you can—you know. Dodging is definitely the, the best way to go about it. Um, the story seems a lot more interesting than a sort of Souls game, but I mean, Souls Souls games and Bloodborne, they, they had interesting stories, but a lot of it's hidden in the items, and you have to read all the item descriptions and stuff like that. Um, whereas this has really nice cutscenes and stuff. Um, monsters, monsters and enemies are very imaginative. Like, it looks gorgeous at, t- at points as well like really good um, there's a, a lot more variety in the weapons uh, that you can pick 
Um, obviously, you have your samurai sword, but you can have like uh, the sort of dual samurai swords where one's slightly shorter. Um, you have the whole like mini scythe on a chain with a weight at the end as a weapon. Um, and I like the whole idea. It has this neat mechanic where uh, you can change stances, so you can attack either you know high, mid level, or low. Um, and there is actual point to that for some of the enemies. So say like some of the bigger sort of ogre looking enemies that have horns, if you attack high, you'll cut the horns off and it staggers them so they can get in and really well, you know, wail on them, do some big damage on them while they're stunned. Um, but yeah, it's like I say the combat wise, it does play very similar to like Bloodborne or Dark Souls. Um, the whole, you collect sort of, um, energy that helps you level up, and if you die, you drop that. And it, but if you can get back to your corpse in time, you can re-pick it up again, which is very that's straight out of Dark Souls eyes. Um, but I like the whole idea of um, your weapons as this neat thing where you can make weapons, and you can obviously the enemies drop stuff, and you can get better weapons that way. But if you get to a point where you've got a weapon that you really like, and you want to keep using it. But obviously, then you find some of this does more damage or whatnot. You can uh, have this sort of soul forging where you can put imbue the new weapon into the old one to make it to upgrade it. So you can, you know, what I mean, once you get that favorite weapon that you like, you don't have to then, you know, there's no good anymore, and, you know, get rid of it, um, which I like. Um, and like I say, I love the way the different stances sort of thing works as well. Um, definitely adds a lot more to a sort of Souls game, and I, I like how it's quicker, like Bloodborne as well. Um, so yeah, if you're looking for a challenging game, um, I know uh, Guna likes these sort of games. He's he's a Souls fan, um, and so is uh, the Stellar King. So yeah, if you if you like them sort of games, it's definitely something you should consider. There's a lot more going on in terms of like upgrades and abilities and stuff like that as well. So. Um, compared to like a, a typical Souls game. Um, and the last game I played uh, was Sniper Elite 4, um, with an epic fail on my part. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, this game looks good. Um, I've kind of missed the sniping game um, since Sniper Elite 3 and the, the zombie one that we all got. Um, and yeah, that, I, I started the, the campaign with uh, Mr. Zonal here. Um, and we then kind of separated off around the area. The areas are huge, as I'm sure Bod will tell us in a bit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we kind of separated off into different areas, and I was up on top of a tower, and I, I didn't think I was that high, and it gave me the option to jump off. So I proceeded to jump off, and it, it put me into that um, sort of your down state, and you need your your ally to come and re revive you but obviously Zona was fucking miles away from me <laughs> so we ended up not even I've not even done the first level yet so but yeah we messed around on the the multiplayer for a bit which that worked really well as well uh, didn't seem to have any sort of connection issues or anything um and it is a typical if you'd like sniper elite free then you'll you know if you like the previous ones you'll definitely like this one um it looks a lot more colourful as well. I think with it being with, with the setting, it's got all mainly in Italy. Um, I mean, that first level alone, it was all you know, nice green bushes and stuff like that. So um, it kind of reminded me the, the level. It kind of reminded me a little of, of like an uncharted level uh, yeah. in a way. Um, 
but yeah, it's, I mean, because obviously, Snow, I think Sniper Elite 3 was very in the desert and stuff like that, which it's all, it was all right, but everything looked orange. Um, but yeah, I, I do like colouring my games. This the first level, at least, anyway. Um, but I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. I, I've got plans to play quite a bit of it tomorrow and over the next couple of days. So, um, but yeah, looked. I, I, I'm glad I picked it up in the end. I was only an hour in. Um, it's a shame the co-op. I mean, it, we talked about this when we did it. Um, like, you, has the whole you can play the campaign in two-player co-op. It's a shame we couldn't have like more. Um, and it is only like a, but there is a mode in the zonal um, where you can have the four of you. Um, uh, the, 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 you got the survivor mode. Which is yeah, the, the survival mode. Yeah, which that started off really hard at first, and then we kind of figured out a little tactic to it where we just camp in a building and let them come through the door. <laughs> but yeah, that, that it was weird how it's a sniper game, but the enemy kind of just rush you in, in survival mode and you're like, you don't ever get a chance to really snipe them. <laughs> yeah. So I thought, I thought this, it might be more like snipers turn up around the map and you've got to find yeah. them and survive. But no, you just I mean, get stormed. We, yeah. We did get to a level once we'd finished all the people rushing us, there was like three snipers that were dotted about taking pot shots at us and we kind of had to take them out. But yeah. But yeah, and it's it's got the tip, yeah, the tank, and it's got the the beautiful forever. I love watching these every every time with the kill cam. I never get bored of watching the bullet enter some guy's <laughs> eyeball and blow his head off. So yeah, um, and that's pretty much all I played. Okay, you or me, Bob? Uh, I don't know. Are you going to hang around long enough? <laughs> Turns out boring it is. Good <laughs> boy. Okay, uh, I'll go. Um, uh, I have played some more of Tomb Raider. Um, I think I'm pretty much done with it now. Um, I played the Lara's Nightmare Croft Manor sort of mini game, which is set in Croft Manor but it was it's also a bit like a survival sort of thing as well where there's these zombie type creatures wandering around and you have to survive um but there is there is uh, you sort of walk around the mansion and you've got to find these skulls and and defeat them to to complete the thing um I think there's about three or four trophies connected to it um wasn't particularly difficult so uh I did that, that was alright. Um, and the Cold Darkness was the other mini game as well, which seemed. I wasn't sure about it first, it was a bit odd. Yeah, I mean, it was another thing that seems a bit like a survival thing. Um, there's like a little story where these soldiers are infected. Um, so they sort of wander around a bit like zombies. Um, um, and they can they can't really see very well, um, but they can hear you. So if you like sneak around quite stealthily, they you can generally uh, sort of sneak past them. As soon as you start killing or shooting or making noise, then they all start running at you. Um, sound sound a bit like uh, clickers from the last from, from the last of us, yeah. Right. 
because they, they were, you know, they had no sight. There was it was very much like if they heard anything, they would on you like that. But it would wouldn't surprise me if they borrowed um, that. Um, but it, but there is a there is a a bit more to it than that because there are these you know, you're supposed to shut down these three towers. Um. And you go into a tower, and uh, there's uh, the woman, I can't remember her name, you meet her in the main story. Um, but she's sort of giving you instructions as you're going through it to shut down the tower. And you get like different pipes, and uh, you have to shut down, uh, shut down certain things. There's fuses and pipes and things like that. And she'll, she'll say something like, oh, if, they, if there's three green pipes or something, you need to do this. If there aren't three green pipes, you need to do this. Uh, so then you've got to sort of pay attention to what what's going on in the tower in order to shut it down. Um, and once you've done the three towers, then the game sort of ends. Um, again, I think there's, there's ten trophies to do with that, um, which I have them all. Took a few goes to get them all. But uh, in the end, yeah, in the end, that weren't too bad. That that mode, it was alright. But obviously, once I've got the trophies, it's done with. Uh, yeah. And uh, I paid paid a little bit more of the endurance mode just to clean up a few more trophies. Um, it's alright. Nothing too special about the endurance mode, I didn't think. Um, but yeah, I think I'm pretty much done with Team Raider now. So. Uh, I then went back to playing Watch Dogs 2, which I played for a little bit when I first bought it and then just kind of stopped uh, when when I got Tomb Raider. I just seemed to play a lot of that. So I've gone back to Watch Dogs. Um, and it's quite fun. But I, after a while, I did find it get a bit repetitive. Um, especially to especially finding the uh, whatever they're called to get to get the upgrades, you have to find this uh, re- research data, oh, yeah. uh, and finding all them got a bit annoying when when it's sort of kind of like locked locked in a room. Um, and you need to hack something to, to open the door to get in the room. But the only way you can get to the thing you need to hack, which is also locked in a room somewhere, and the only way you can get it is, like, with the with the car. When you get, like, these physical hacks where, where something has to be there, you can use the car to do a physical hack, but you can't use the drone. So sometimes if it was, like, on a roof somewhere and you couldn't climb up, um, and you couldn't use the drone to fly it up there, so you had to use the car to sort of like drive it around and jump over things to get it where you needed to be. And then sometimes you'd find that it was on a ledge that you couldn't reach because um, you had certain up. You could upgrade the car, the remote control car, to like to to give it a boost so it could jump higher and further. And then it turned out if you didn't have those boosts at the time, you couldn't actually get to the research data that you needed to. So there were a few I was, uh, you didn't sort of realise that 
as it, when when you first found it, and then then you try and get it, and you just couldn't, and I had to come back to it. Um, so that was a little bit annoying. Um, but the game itself, uh, I kind of got back into it a little bit. Um, I think I'm about eighty percent of the way through it now. Um, so I want to finish that off. Second lot of DLCs landed. Yeah, I don't think I'll bother with DLC. No. No. Okay. Do you know what DLC was? I know there was a um, there was a, a T-bone DLC yeah, was one of. The recent one is um, Human something. It's called. I can't remember now. I don't know what yeah. it's actually about because I haven't downloaded it yet, but. I always um I always found T Bone the character to be the more interesting character. I think he was the better character in the first one. And I think he's a better character in this one than some of the others. And I I think if they were gonna make a third one, I think it'd be quite cool to have him as your main character. Yeah. But yeah, as I say, I'm about eighty percent of the way through I think, so Almost, almost there, I think. And last game I've been playing is Sniper Elite Four. Um, I've never played any of the other Sniper games, uh, but when when we played the demo at EGX, I really enjoyed it. Um, and I wasn't I wasn't going to buy it straight away. I was thinking about it. I was looking at it, and I thought it will probably drop in price. Give it a month or so, it would probably drop in price. So I thought I was probably going to hang on, and then, uh, but then I saw it, um, and it had. If you pre-ordered, you got some Fura DLC uh, and a free mug. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I bought it and got a free mug. Uh, so yeah, I uh, really enjoy it. Um, quite a lot of sneaking around um, and Dishonics mentioned earlier about sort of stealth games I'm not a big stealth fan myself what, what I what I find with stealth games is you'll try and creep up and then just as you get to someone they'll sort of turn around and then uh, all hell will break loose but I, I, think with, I think with this because you're working sort of at a distance a lot of the time so you're sort of picking them off from quite some distance away i think even if you get spotted i think a lot of the time you have time to sort of to take out anyone that might be coming towards you before they get close enough to actually uh do any damage so that's that's why i think i like it more than like most stealth games and the um again the kill cams just so good <laughs> <laughs> just love a good kill cam there's there's something about it i mean i'm i'm not a violent person by nature but you just see see when when you get the, the full-on because okay occasionally you 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 just see the bullet hit them um but then other times you'll 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 see the the, the bullet actually come out of your gun and fly across the map and then get them that way and it's just something eminently satisfying about that Especially in a sniper game. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
so yeah i'm on level four at the moment as the sonic said the maps are pretty big <laughs> uh, and the first mission took me just under eight hours Um, I mean, I could be, I could be accused of being overcautious, <laughs> um, and and I, I do like to find everything. I've, I'm quite well known for you know searching everywhere. Uh, even even you look at the map and you and you see something that sometimes sometimes the map will be bigger than it appears. Um, so you get like a, like a highlighted area, which is where you are. Uh, but you, what you'll notice is that there are bits sort of off off the side that aren't highlighted. Um, so 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 even even you go there and uh, and the map will show that that's kind of the end of the map. But then you can see the road going a bit further. And even then, I just have to try and walk up the road. I don't know what it is. I just have to try it. And then you get a message saying, "Oh, you can't go any further that way," which is kind of inevitable. But I just I can't help myself. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I think second mission took me about four and a half hours, uh, and the third mission was just under six hours. <laughs> um, so I'm now on the fourth mission, uh, and yeah, I just I really enjoy it. There was a there was a moment in the fourth mission where you have to disable these searchlights. Um, and I thought when I disabled this searchlight, I found I found the first searchlight I needed to disable. I thought when I when I disabled it, I thought I might attract a little bit of attention. Maybe one or two might come to investigate. <laughs> um, but what I what I didn't realise that was there was a, a radio man uh, not too far away. And as soon as I sabotaged the searchlight, uh, he called for reinforcements, um, and they all came running. Uh, luckily, I was on top of a building. Um, and the only way up was up a couple of ladders so whenever they came up a ladder I could just shoot them in the head because um, you, you get like pistols and machine guns as well that you can use if uh, if you need to also like bombs and trip wires and stuff um, so that, that was quite fun putting a trip wire at the top of the ladder because so, there were two ladders so I could sort of concentrate on one and then put a tripwire on the others. So if anyone came up behind me, they'd just get blown up. Uh, so that was nice. Uh, but yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Do you know how many missions there are? Um, well, there are eight normal missions. Okay. Um, I mean, if you look at the trophy list, it says complete mission one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Um, and then it says complete Overwatch one and Overwatch two. So I, th so they, if you look at if you go to the mission select, they're in the list, um, but for some reason it calls them Overwatch instead of like a normal mission. So I don't know how how they differ from the normal missions. I thought Overwatch was a game mode for co-op. Um, maybe it is. So I think that's a, a spotting and shooting. Mission. Right. But they, they 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 still seem to have collectibles and stuff. Oh, okay. 
but yeah, I haven't got to them, so I don't know what they're like. And the um, and the Fuhrer DLC as well, which uh, if you look at the trophy list, um, seems to give you uh, lots of exciting ways of killing Hitler. Yeah, I've seen a few of these in action. I, I kind of watched a, a guy doing that mission for some of the trophies, and I was just like, that's what I was like, I want to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> so you... Um, See, I got I got it on disc, um, so I got the Fuhrer DLC for for pre-ordering it. Um, but you guys downloaded it, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And did you did you get that with it as a special edition, or do you have to pay extra for that? I got it as part of the edition. Right. So I got the standard edition, and just I paid seven ninety nine for the DLC. I think. Right. Yeah, we actually. Um... Uh, got another some more DLC for it today. It's just a stealth pack thing, but um, I know for the multiplayer, one of the characters you could pick was a guy in uh, a ghillie suit, and that's now available. <laughs> nice. Right. Um, well, that is all I've played. <sighs> right. Okay. I have. Mm. A fairly long list of games, but I won't I won't hang about on many of them. Um, so I played some, or since the last show, I played some more Resident Evil Seven. Um, done my second playthrough of getting 100% of the collectibles and a speed run, uh, where you have to do it in under four hours, which I've done it in just over three hours. So all good. Um, that, that's unlocked some nice weapons that I can use on my next playthrough which will be on the Madhouse difficulty um, but I can start off with a circular saw which apparently is a bit overpowered uh, and you just use that, you can just run through Madhouse using that as your weapon uh, but no, I haven't played any more of it really that that much over the last week or so I want to get back to it, um, yeah, but just haven't done so far. Um, okay, next game is uh, Actual Sunlight um, <coughs> on the Vita. I played it. Now this game, and uh, I'm not poo-pooing the fact that the, you know, this this game is trying to tackle depression. Okay, fine, I kind of get what it's trying to attack at. The game as itself is pretty appalling. Um, I didn't really enjoy playing through it. <laughs> um, but I did. Uh, it was a freebie that we got on Plus. Uh, it's 11 trophies on it. That's uh, fairly easy to get. It's more of a interactive story than anything else. You can control the character, but there's really not anything to do apart from interact with a few stuff, get a bit of story. Um, and then, yeah, follow on the story to the end. That's pretty much it. It's not great. I mean, is a game really the best way of sort of tackling the issue of depression, or does it does it does it really lend itself to sort of a, a, a game? Um, possible. I, I get what they're trying to do because they were trying to obviously put you in in the place of the person, the character in the in the game. And what their struggles are on a day-to-day -day basis with depression. Ah, uh, it sounds like it worked. 
<laughs> made you depressed. It, that, that's yeah, the idea. It, if that's the idea, then yeah, it it got me there. But uh, it yeah, I kind of get what they were trying to tackle and trying to get the point across, and they probably did. But as a, as a game concept, if you enjoy fun games, <laughs> it's not a fun game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, eleven trophies, fairly easy. Um, and I say it was a freebie, so if you've got it sitting in your plus list, then. Uh, okay, so I got 100% on that one. The next game I went back and finished. Um, I don't know if I can count as finished, because actually I started from the beginning again. Uh, it was Grim Fandango Remastered. I started it ages ago. Um, and then when I loaded it back up on the Vita, I couldn't remember anything about the story. So I thought, I'll tell you what, I'll just start from the beginning. I don't think I'm that far into it. So I started from the beginning uh, and went all the way through it. Used a guide with it as well. Um, no, I com- completed that. Um, according to this, it took me one year, ten months. <laughs> <laughs> so that's from when I first started it to completing it. Um, I got all the trophies, uh, including the platinum. So ding, please, D-Sonics. Ding! Thank you. Um, it was a good game. Uh, it's well, it's horrible with the tank controls. However, I was playing it on the Vita, which you can kind of cheat on because you can have it set to tank controls, but then just use touch screen to tell him where you want to go, so you don't have oh. to use the horrible tank screen tank controls. They were awful sometimes. Um, but yeah, you can use a touch screen just to point him around the screen, so it's a bit bit better on the Vita. Um, okay, um, the I'll yeah, leave some games to the end. Uh, the other awesome game that I played is Orc Slayer. Mm. I'm here. Um, I'll tell you what, this could this this could be possibly the best game. I wish I never played. Um, Better than Toro? Uh, well, yeah, at least Toro was playable. <laughs> so, what, you thought Toro was playable? <laughs> High um, praise indeed. Orc Slayer, and oh, I'm probably recovering some things that people have, have said or you've heard. Um, it's a first-person orc slaying game. Uh, the idea is just to shoot every orc you can see uh, until the tower that spawns the orcs is destroyed um, and then you move on to the next tower and destroy all the orcs. Um, that's the main concept. You, Do you, you have to destroy the tower itself or does that just get destroyed after you've killed no, the orcs? every time they spawn um, orcs it, it gets smaller and smaller until a point oh. it disappears. Um, so basically, yeah, you just kill all the orcs and then it'll finally disappear at some point and then you can move on um the hit markers in the game are awful um you can be pointing right at an orc and you won't be hitting him and then all of a sudden it will just kick in and go oh actually you are hitting him it's like what oh it's crazy um thankfully there's no concept of ammo in this game (laughs) otherwise that would just add another frustration to it so you can just purely hold the finger down um, on the shoot button. You have a bow and arrow, 
uh, or crossbow should I say um, you can change the arrowheads on it to be electrified or uh, poison or uh, it's different things but I just stuck with the plain boring ones um, because the others didn't seem to have any major effect um, uh, tip if you are going to play it it's on the PS4 but if you remote play and play it on the Vita um, you can get away with not having to hold down the shoot button at all um, by simply you, you press the touch screen once and then it starts firing it will stay shooting forever <laughs> <laughs> So you don't even have to hold a button. You can just move around the map. Um, oh. Yeah, so the, the, the hit markers are awful. The, uh, there's upgrade system to it, which is just pointless. It, not pointless. Uh, your reload speed is quicker. You do you do need it to complete the game. Otherwise, it, you know, it would just be ridiculous. But uh, it's not the best upgrade system I've ever seen. Um the story's non-existent um however there is a platinum trophy um which i did get so i can have a ding please dong uh don he's not even here uh bod please help ding (laughs) (laughs) sorry that was a don ding because you really wanted him to do it yeah um so yeah orcs lair is a I would say an easy platinum if you're willing. This game probably gave you more depression than the depression game. <laughs> so it, I dreaded loading it up. Let's just say that was. That was uh. Things people are doing for back intro. I know. I know. Um, okay, next I I very quickly started um, Batman: The Telltale series via remote play on the Vita um, you can't play that game via remote play on the Vita so pro tip there um, technically you could but some of the controls you or quick time events require you to use R2 and a button on the Vita remote play that's the touch screen and something else which it yeah, it just doesn't work it's not as quick and you'll probably die by the time you realise you've got to press the right part of the touch screen um so i haven't really played that i'll need to go back and play that some more but not via remote play um i got a review code for fly wrench which was made by the creators of nidhog um it's one crazy ass game it's a puzzle game you get from one point to the other and the idea is that the face buttons on the controller can change a part of your, I want to say, character or uh, vehicle, whatever it is. You can change its colour, and you can only go through through certain lines when you're that colour. Um, they're very short puzzle games, so you know, they can take. If you get it right straight away, they could take you two two seconds to get from start to end. But some of them have multiple colours, and you could be falling, and you have to try and hit the colours at the right time to get through the the lines um yeah it's a it's a quick puzzle game I, I put it on thought I'd try it for a bit and probably completed the first 30 levels I think um I think because the levels are so short and so quick that you just kind of play the next one play the next one play the next one um so it's not a bad game um 
I don't know what it is price-wise on the store at the moment. It's not much to it, so I'm hoping it's not highly priced. But um, anyway, uh, the other game is Sniper Elite 4, which we've already kind of mentioned. Um, love the previous Sniper Elite games. Um, it's been a while since I had one, um, so yeah. Played it a bit online, played a bit of co-op, played a bit of single player. Um, all really good at the moment. Nothing I can say that's bad about it. I don't think AI is okay, I suppose. It's not... Sometimes they're a bit lenient with just letting you go. <laughs> um, <coughs> I've, uh, I've had a couple of um, a couple of bits where the AI's been pretty, down, pretty dumb. Yeah. Um, there, there, was, there was one... There was three people, three people fairly close together, um, down on a beach, sort of next to a truck and uh, and some explosives, um, and there was another guy wandering around a bit further away, um, and I shot the explosives, blew up the three who were fairly close to that, and the guy who was wandering around not too far, just didn't bat an eyelid, he didn't didn't acknowledge the situation whatsoever, he just carried on wandering around the beach, um, so that was kind of and. Um, there was another bit where you can use the um, certain parts of the environment to kill people. Like you can, like there's cranes, things hanging from cranes that you can shoot and drop on people's heads and stuff. Um, so I was looking at a guy who was standing on top of a building, um, and there was a, there was like a, a an extra platform sort of sticking out from the building um, with some scaffolding and it and it was I was looking at it through the binoculars and it highlighted the, the the bit under the scaffolding saying you could shoot that um, for the scaffolding to fall down. So uh, he was standing on it at the time, so I thought that seems like a, a fun thing to do. So uh, I shot the scaffolding. The scaffolding collapsed, but the guy who was standing there just fell down dead where he was. He didn't fall down with the scaffolding. Um. And then that him just dying there sort of attracted someone else um, who then came running to look at this guy's body and just ran off the edge where the scaffolding used to be and fell to his death. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds epic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you should have saved that video clip and uploaded it. I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I never thought of that at the time. I have saved a couple of video clips, but mainly of, you know, the kill cams. Mm. It's up for your porn fest afterwards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, um, and to finish off, um, there's, there's probably another five games that I'm going to fly through them. Uh, so I picked up a PlayStation VR, and I've, well, when did I get that? I'll probably add it about three weeks now two weeks um so i've got a few games that i've played on there so you know, very quickly I, I played the playroom vr which is you know if you know playroom then you know what type of game it is um works very well in vr the, the worlds are cartoony but it's it gives you a good sense of size especially when you've got those little robots that you're you can kind of look down to um it's they've done they've done good with it um and it's a freebie so can't complain um batman arkham vr i've played a very little bit of that but i want to play some more um so far looks good um 
yeah I suppose the it's getting used one thing about getting used to the VR is either not walking yourself around and having to use like you look at an area and then you can zoom to that area which is kind of how the Batman works you look at the area where you want to go and then you look at a marker to zoom into that marker um, whereas obviously something like Resident Evil 7 you're actually fully walking around fully controllable with a with a controller while you're looking around so that's a bit more immersive when you're actually doing it all yourself instead of zooming into areas but anyway but it looks good so far from what I've played um, job simulator because we love our simulator games and job work simulator. apparently and work um, actually job simulator is a very funny game um, the idea of the game is obviously you, you take in the role of certain jobs whether that's an office worker a shopkeeper or um, a chef there's certain jobs but obviously you can mess those jobs up as much as you want or as little as you like um, so in in the office worker you can you can throw things across the office into other cubicles which you'll get shouted at if you do that uh, you can put things into the paper shredder uh, you can play games on your computer like uh, flappy bots because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got to be a flappy game in most games um, as well as obviously doing your job as well as you get missions you have to do like, I don't know, create a spreadsheet or a presentation or something like that it sounds boring you're not actually doing that much you kind of insert a CD into your computer pressing a button it creates it and then you t put the CD back very simple ideas but obviously it gets you using your move controllers as long as looking around and stuff like that so it kind of does work it does good job of making you part of the environment and interacting with everything um pretty easy trophy wise if if you're looking for easy vr trophy games um it's only got 12 trophies but it's also got a platinum which i do have that which i do have the platinum for so d sonics ding please Thing in VR. <laughs> Lovely. Um, I also played uh, PlayStation VR Worlds, which is four or five um, small games. Some of them quite good. Some of them are more experiences, like the um, underwater diving one, where you're going down into a in a shark's cage. There's there's three parts of that. And one you can just go down in the cage and look around. The other one is a shark attack while you're in the cage which is actually I got my son to do that one and he was flinching all over the place so <laughs> <laughs> does a good job um, and then there's other games that there's uh, Lujin which is actually quite good gives you a good sensing of sense of going down a road at high speeds uh, trying to think of the other games but no, they're, they're all sort of very short games but again do a great job of getting you into the environment um the other game i've been playing is or the only oh, actually yeah, and the last one is headmaster which is a vr game which is the football one where you're you basically got a head of head of balls into a goal sounds boring but they've actually done a really funny story to it it's kind of okay it's going to sound strange but if i say it, it's like portal it's portal in the sense that you're you've got missions to do and challenges to do and you've got a you're getting secret messages from the caretaker and there's a voiceover which is funny sometimes and I don't know it's just that kind of 
instead of it just being a score as many goals as you can, they've actually put a lot of effort into making it a bit more of a mission and actually a kind of story. So it works really well, and for VR, again, headering balls into a goal, it works flawlessly. Um, I say it works flawlessly. It didn't when I first got my VR. Um, anyway, so that, that's the last game I played. My problem that I had with VR is that I set it up in my cinema room, we call it, with the projector. Um, VR really doesn't like um, my cinema room. I think the main reason is because the camera obviously faces away from the the screen which has the light from the projection projector going into it and I think that's the main reason is that sometimes it would glitch out and it would pick up the light from the LED as one of the lights from the headset mm. and, and it, would, it would completely lose track of what it needed to do um, only very briefly, but it was enough for to mess things up, especially in like the headering game. If it glitched out just as the ball was coming towards you, you'd suddenly jerk left or right and not be in front of the ball. So I moved it to the front room, and since then it's been spot on and it works flawlessly. So can't fault it. Um, I suppose quickly my thoughts on VR is um, kind of what we heard heard before. I suppose is graphically there's there's nothing that's been wowed me in the sense no graphically hasn't wowed me but has wowed me in the sense of being in the world more than you would sit in in the 2d world if you like um it really does a great job of putting you in the scenarios that they're trying to do um because when you sit back and watch someone playing vr it looks good and you can see what they're doing but as soon as you get the, the headset on and you're doing exactly the same thing that they were doing it's like a completely different world because it's the fact that you're just looking around the world completely 3d is is crazy it's a very weird sensation but it's brilliant um so kind of kind of loving it game game wise i say nothing outstanding um i'm hoping they do continue some more the only game i really want to play and I and I own it and I haven't played um, is Resident Evil 7 um, you can play that all the way through with the VR but I haven't even played it yet which is a bit bit strange but I'm looking forward to playing that game but I just haven't yet uh, anyway that's it that's, that's all I've played um, any gaming news Bearing in mind, we probably should fly through the gaming news. Um, I don't know if there's nothing. There's been nothing not sort of major. Um, I'm just trying to think now. Call of Duty is going to return to its roots because Infinite Warfare, the sales were disappointing, apparently. So it's mm. going to go back to what it used to do. Oh, it's no, still going to so- be the same. It's still going to be the same. But. <laughs> Uh, Destiny 2 going to launch in the autumn. Supposedly. And it, yeah, supposedly. And it's going to be more accessible to casual players. Yay! Because that's what we all want. <laughs> um, Nihol. Oh, did you say that? Nihol Speedrunner. Say it however you want. Nihol. Nihol, yeah. Um, there was a speed, Speedrunner that went through the game in 97 minutes. 
that's still quite long. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest, uh, the, I got on the first sort of area and saw the, the map when you can pick your missions. I then realised there's more fucking maps <laughs> with more missions elsewhere once you get past that first one. So yeah, okay, it's a big game. Um, Rocket League has, re- has received its 4K PlayStation Pro patch um, if you want to play Rocket League in 4K. It also got Hot Wheels DLC today. Uh-huh. Remember Hot Wheels? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be teenagers now listening to this going, what the fuck are Hot Wheels? Yeah. Probably still going, Hot Wheels. They are, they're still going, but I mean, I don't know how many kids are into Hot Wheels anymore. Uh, they are discontinuing PlayStation Now on PlayStation 3, the Vita, and PlayStation TV. It will continue on PS4 and PC only from August. Dirt Rally VR support is now live, which actually adds the co-op mode that we think we discussed before. Wasn't that paid for, though, the Dirt Rally? Nine, it's ten quid. Are you going to pay for it? I... No, probably not. Uh, I mean, because I tried... um, uh, what's the game? What's the driving game? Drive Club. Drive Club. I tried the demo of that. That's on the demo disc that you get the VR. Um, and no, it was quite good. Again, it felt like you was actually sat in the car. But I don't know if I'd play racing car games like that. I usually go to an outside view. Mm. Yeah, I actually like to see the position of my car. My car's in. Yeah. When you that when you have that in sort of in front of the steering wheel view, it looks very nice and everything, but you never get a sense. And I don't think it probably be the same with VR, where with where your car actually is, if you know what I mean, like you do with a, when you're properly driving. No, see, I, yeah, I've never never really driven with the dashboard view. Obviously, I do in real life, <laughs> but <laughs> sit on the roof. Yeah, sit on the roof. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's much the same. Whenever I play a racing game, I always I'm probably the furthest view you can ever have out, so I can get a full. You now I, I can gauge where my car is, like you say. You know, yeah, for sliding into corners and stuff like that, it's a bit. It's one thing I don't think they've ever. I don't think you could do it on a in a, a video game. Is like like I say that sense of where your car actually is. And its position and stuff like I I mean I remember trying it a few times on Gran Turismo, and then watching the replay afterwards to see where my actual you know like how did it actually look from outside of the view, uh, outside of the car, and I was like I was fucking I could have cut them corners way more tighter and stuff. <laughs> um, we've got the new firmware coming soon. Um, I think it's still in a beta at the moment, isn't it? believe so oh, yeah um but there's also the, the new ps4 pro boost mode which apparently is is something to shout about uh it's actually improving the performance on a lot of games um there was who's the one who does all the tests 
the Digital Foundry. Digital Foundry done huge amounts of tests on it. Um, they found that for some games, it increased the performance by up to 14%, which they said is not a huge amount, but no, it's still 14%. But there were some games that they saw no, a huge improvement on the stability um, and the frame rates and stuff like that. So Load, it seemed loading to be, times. Yeah, and loading times as well, which they were, they were kind of confused about because it was a performance boost they assumed for graphical, but yeah, the load times improved a hell of a lot for certain games. Um, so the, the the pro boost mode seems to be a thing that probably should have been there from day one then, but I'm I'm guessing they went down the route of they were going to get these patches for each game that were going to support the pro. They've actually figured out it actually would be better if we had something on the PS4 Pro that mm. almost self patches the game whatever you're playing to improve the performance. So it's. Yeah. Maybe they decided to change that, or they were working on it all along. It's just taken this long to get it fine-tuned, but it seems to be good. Okay, anything else? Uh, Watch Dogs 2, uh, Ubisoft have updated the ending. Apparently they've added a, a little extra bit to the ending, and it teases uh, a third game possibly to be set in london yeah so i did want, i did see that and i wondered well i've already completed it so can i go back and just watch the new stream the, the new end scene or well, i'll guess probably so. probably just look on youtube yeah <laughs> it's probably easier uh, anything else no I don't think so. Fine. Okay. Uh, sweaty mailbag then. Um, am I going first? Yeah. Yeah. I'll go first. So the first one comes to us from Stella King. Stella. Um. Subject is twenty-four GM IV, which is you know, twenty-four gaming marathon number four. Prizes and show shoutouts. Uh, T-Suck. Firstly, massive thanks to the folks who designed and shipped out the T-Suck merch. Could I get a shout-out on the next show? Bod mentioned community member Fraser being the gent to thank for this. Uh, yes, yeah, so, hey, before I carry on, what he's talking about there is the T-Suck merchandise. There is a T-Suck merchandise store where you can buy T-shirts and hoodies. Um, now... The design on those t-shirts was done by Fraser, which are awesome. Um, so if you want to get yourself a t-shirt, then head over there. If you, if you head to the main T-Suck website, there's a link there, um, or on any of the Facebook or Twitter pages. I've posted the link a few times, um, and I will probably continue to do so. So keep an eye out if you want the link for to get your own t-shirt or hoodie. Okay. So he continues, there I was on a freezing cold Thursday morn, braving hail and bustle of the busty uh, of the busy town, proudly supporting uh, proudly sporting the T-Suck Platts hoodie. I was warm, super comfy, and looking dapper. In fact, I was looking mighty fine indeed. Um, and I say to you now, T-Suck community, you too can be as handsome and radiantly beautiful 
as I, and as exciting as <laughs> that thought as is. As a way with words, Johnny does it for Stella King. Yeah, and as, as exciting as that thought is, you'd also be contributing to a great cause. There's some super cool wares with fantastic designs to peruse over at the tsuck.cottoncart.com. Absolutely go, check it out, do it. Uh, okay, um, the rest of the email is about raffle prizes, so I don't, I won't go into those. But there is some raffle prizes that Stella King has sent over. Um, there's a, a tidy box full of stuff there. Some of it um, is actually going to be uh, eBayed off, or at least one of the items will be eBayed off. The others will be available um, for raffle prizes, and there are some limited edition um, Vita or a lot of them are Vita games or a book in there so uh, they're well worth it especially if you're a collector but uh, just having something like this in your collection to say that it kind of uh, there was only 3,000 of these created or something like that so there's some cool prizes there so thank you Stella for sending those over um, I'll be doing a post up with all the stuff that when as it starts to build up um, so keep an eye out on the TSUC website tpsukpodcast.com okay next email uh, well, I want to do the next one because it's <laughs> my uh, my number one fan uh, so the next email is from Samuk uh, title is some promising Godzilla reviews <laughs> uh, so my PS4 is now packed up for my house move and I'd like to be seen for a good few months but it's given me time to look at some Godzilla reviews so here are some extracts to enjoy to build the excitement up for the 24-hour gaming marathon. Uh, just uh, before I carry on, just to let everyone know, Samuk has, uh, has uh, sort of challenged the four of us to try and beat the game as quick as possible uh, during the, the 24-hour marathon. Um, so we have all gladly bought this game when it was in a sale recently for what was it? It's like less than four quid. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the email carries on. The game has horrible, outdated graphics, yet still lags like hell. The gameplay is boring and glitchy, the animations are horrible, there's a narrator constantly annoying you. Enough words, this game is not worth $60 at all. Uh, Next, this game is so outstandingly atrocious that appealing to the willful ignorance of the most adamant of Godzilla fans is like asking your best friend to forget about that one time you brutally murdered everyone they ever loved. Godzilla is more than just a failure in nearly every feasible facet of game design. It's the donation of a p- apathy greedily overpriced and shaped into a giant middle finger traitorously served to those inclined to love it most. Hmm. Uh, and finally, anybody who gives this game more than a five is tangled in nostalgia. This is not a good game. It's not even an average game. It looks like crap. It's just boring to play. I bet you all can't wait to play this beast. You will fully deserve my donation. My only contender to beat the game first is Zonal. Good luck. Yeah. From- Samuk stitching t suck hosts up since 2015. And that he has. Um, okay, so early contender is myself. Um, how much has he got to donate? Did we say 500? Something like that, yeah. I think it was something like that, yeah. We sure, agreed. he can s- spare change out of his, uh, his mortgage. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. He's getting all this extra money on his mortgage for the house move. He could just... Slap it on the T-Suck donation go. page. I mean, it cost me a whole four quid. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. 
can't wait to play it. Is it, has anybody, have either of you two even downloaded this yet? I've downloaded I've, it now. I've just left it there. I've got to download it a week before. <laughs> yeah, I haven't downloaded it. I've uh, yeah, just added it to my... Uh... <laughs> I have a sneaky suspicion that Dom may have had a go, but I don't know. What? Let's get in there. He's not allowed to have a go. I know he's not allowed to have a go. We'll see. To... We'll see. We'll see what he says next time. We've got to start on an equal playing field, so he can't be. Equal playing field? Yeah. Well, we're not starting on an equal playing field because you guys are better than me. <laughs> Just in general. You never know. This could be the game you've been waiting for. Right. If we're doing it on a level playing field, yeah. you three need to be drunk before we start. <laughs> okay. Why well, are you saying you're constantly drunk and we have to join you? No, I'm just saying it will affect your... Uh, performance. It will affect your performance and bring you back slightly back down to my level. <laughs> okay. Have a KFC before we start, but that will raise your levels. Uh, I doubt it. <laughs> um... Okay, yeah, thanks, Samak. Uh, next email, bud. Obviously not the one from CV Keys. Okay, this is uh, another one from Stella King. Uh, the title, One More 24 GMIV Show Shoutout. Which is 24 Gaming Marathon 4, if you're <laughs> confused by what I'm saying. Uh, T-Talk, could I get a shout-out for a legendary gent over on the Limited Run Games forums, RJ Deem 29 who graciously lends his support to the 24-hour gaming marathon this year? Uh, being an absolute legend, Randy has kindly sent over a sealed PS4 copy of Shadow Complex Remastered, along with its soundtrack CD for eBay auction and a charity gaming marathon for listing. Uh, released through Chair Games and Limited Run Games last year, Shadow Complex and its soundtrack score saw exclusive to platform physical editions of uh, 6,900 on PS4 and 750 soundtrack scores issued out worldwide. Uh, massive thanks to Randy for his generous gift. I have listed Shadow Complex and its original soundtrack score on eBay and this will run for 10 days. Um, with five or six days left for those catching the show's podcast later this week assuming Zonal gets it out quick enough <laughs> um, that Shadow Complex auction is easy enough to find if anyone is up for bidding just search for the hashtag uh, 24GMIV on eBay uh, it goes without saying proceeds from this sale plus others I'm listing will be donated to the TSAC just giving page for special effect also, you may well grab a dog. All listings start at 99p and are open worldwide. Stella. Yep. Okay. It's a really good game as well. Shadow Complex. Yeah, I fucking love it. Okay, well, another, another eBay auction of some uh, limited edition games. Um, yeah, he's already he's already sold a few which have made quite a bit of money we're way up to we're up to 16% of our target now I think I'm just giving I want more people give me more I do need more um but it, it's a good start because I suppose we're still in February with 
still got a few months and obviously a couple of months leading up to it will be the bigger push to get people donating but that doesn't stop people donating now so head over to the just given page do a search for tsuck um and you will see our donation page and just donate you know it's that simple do it do it uh okay um next email is uh, yeah is from sammy t subject ding um probably a bit behind now so i hope because i hope she's still still not eating what she says she's eating anyway evening guys uh just a quick email because i'm currently destroying a happy meal so this was three hours ago so she's probably not eating a happy meal anymore but yum yum can i please get a ding for lego harry potter years one to four um bod what a ding please <laughs> Oh, okay. Sammy. <laughs> right. Can't wait to hear the show, Sammy T. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Next email, Chris. Next email uh, is from Datsun. There's no subject because he's fucking just dead. Evening, guys. Can I start off ple- uh, by please getting a ding for infamous first light, uh, Zonal? Ding. Uh, the Wolf Among Us, uh, Bod. Oh, dang. Uh, and Far Cry 4. Cheers, Browno. Uh, Zonal. Oh, you're not going to do it yourself? No. Okay, Far Cry 4. <laughs> <laughs> ding. Uh, I'm not going to put any spoilers out there, although most people probably played it, but Wolf Among Us was my standout game from what I've played these last few weeks. I knew nothing about it, and it was nothing like I could have imagined, but very enjoyable, and I'd recommend it to anyone who hasn't played it. In this modern era, with teaser trailers, alphas, betas, etc., it's rare to get a new game and not know what it's about or how it plays. My question is this. What games have you played recently that you that, ge- that have genuinely surprised you? Ta-ta for now, Des. Sent from my magnum opus. Hmm. Genuinely surprised you. See, I suppose it it did kind of surprise me, but at the same time, I hoped it was good, and that was actually Resident Evil Seven, because I thought, oh, hey, it, lo- it looks quite good. I'll I'll get it, and then I actually played it and played through it. I was like, actually, that was brilliant. So they kind of surprised me in that sense, because I thought, yeah, it was going to be good, but it was actually really good. Um, but I don't think I've anything that's kind of it, like in his his scenario where didn't really know anything about it and just picked it up and gone actually this is really good I haven't had anything like that for ages Um, for me I mean I'd heard of Shantae before but never played any games didn't ever look uh, into any of them or anything it was just oh there's this new game Shantae blah 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 coming out and that was it Um, and then when I saw this and I was like you know the video looks good I'll I'll give it a go and I fucking loved it. Hmm. I loved Shantae to the point I bloody got a platinum in it. And I never went and bought it on the Vita. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I didn't really know. I knew it was a, you know, for obviously then from the video it was a platform and that was about it. But I didn't know how good of a platform it would be. 
Yeah. Um, I think. Oh, I want to say, yeah, I can't really say Assassin's Creed because I already knew it was set in London and what the sort of game it would be with it being a sequel. So, but I, Assassin's Creed Syndicate surprised me. So, it's actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Anything for you, Bob? I can't really think of anything recently, if I'm honest. Um, I, th- I think there's so many games now that you're just not quite sure whether they're going to be any good, and so you like. You need. I think you need to be a bit cautious with a lot of these things, mm. especially the money they're asking nowadays as well. Yeah. Um. I mean, I could say sniper. I don't know, but I. I mean, I knew because we played it at EGX. Um, but having not played a previous one, and only playing that one for that like half hour at EGX, I might not have liked it as much as you know, as much as I am liking it. I don't know. Um. I mean, in the past. Very few get again. Even even in, in the past, there was not that many games I'd pick up without knowing what they were all about. Um, but my 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 one big standout. I mean, in in my years of gaming, was was Dead Space. That, yeah. that was the one, probably the one game that I knew nothing about when I bought it, and it was an amazing game. But recent recently, not so much. No, that I think especially with. You know our, our our access to the internet now. I mean, I, I know back on my PS3, I never used the web browser. I've used the web browser quite a bit on my PS4, um, and I like phones nowadays and tablets and other things like that. There's just there's an app for everything, and you just you two seconds on on Twitter or Facebook, you hear some sort of news about a new game or something, and you know you instantly know a little bit about it. And if it gets your interest, then you keep you know you search a little bit more information on it and stuff like that. And if it, if it doesn't, then you're like, ah, and you just kind of forget about it. It's hard to get surprised nowadays. Like like Bob said with Dead Space, I I didn't really see anything about it in magazines or anything back in the day, and seeing it in the store on a on the cheap and picked it up and was fucking blown away by it. So it's not that doesn't really happen nowadays. Yeah, I think. I think nowadays it's only going to be something that you've picked up off the store on a cheap. It's for oh, no, yeah. it's, it's pocket money change. I'll pick it up, and then no, whether that blows you away or not. But then the chances <coughs> of a small game like that blowing you away is probably slim. But no, it has happened. But yeah. I mean, Assassin's Creed, I picked it up, picked it up on the cheap, but it's a, it's a bloody god knows how many sequels in. So yeah, you know what I mean. I I already knew what sort of game it would be like, so mm. I wasn't overly surprised. Uh, okay, um, is that it? I think so. Okay, yeah, that was the final email. So thank you to those who did email in. If you want to get your email in for the next show, tpsuk at theplaystationshow dot com. Okay. Um, next up, the host trophy count. Predictions, Bod? Uh, well, I've no idea what Don's played. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to put him last. <laughs> uh, Zonal's been away, but has played some stuff. So I'm going to put me in third, then Zonal, and then you at the top. 
Because you seem to play a lot. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, <laughs> so in last place this week is Don. Yes. <laughs> with 55 trophies. Wow. <laughs> last at 55. Well, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, in third place is Bod. With 60 trophies. Not bad. In second place is D-Sonics. With 61 trophies. (laughs) (laughs) You what, Zona will be top now with 62. (laughs) Funny you should say that. (laughs) Zona Ripper at the top with... 130 trophies. Check it out. <laughs> yeah, 130. I've, um, played, I've played quite a lot. Yeah, I kind of forgot about all these VR games you played. Some VR games. Orc Slayer. Don't forget. Uh, um, I think the one that got me the most trophies is um, Grim Fandango. Because I think I'd literally only got three or four trophies. So, And there's 48 trophies in that game. Anyway, 130 trophies for me. Um, so the trophy count overall so far. Um, Don is still in last place with 393 trophies. Third is Bod with 454. Then the Sonics with exactly 500 trophies. <laughs> Um, and then myself at the top with 735. That's a lot of trophies. So between me and Don, there's about 50, roughly. Yep. Between myself and DeSonics, there's about 50. Yep. Uh, and between DeSonics and you, there's about 200. 230. <laughs> <laughs> well, 235 to be exact, but... Yeah. Hmm. Not bad. What did I get last se- last season? Uh, eight hundred and sixty-five. I got last season. <laughs> so you nearly at your last season's total. I you am. Did, did you come? Did you come last or third? I can't remember. Uh, I came third. Sure, I came last. <laughs> yeah, but and yeah, but only just. I was five more in front of you. Right. Oh no, Dom was last. Sorry. Was he? What? Yeah, so I was second. <laughs> <laughs> Don wins every year, even when he's not going. He didn't no, win last year. D-Sonics won last year. Yeah, I won last year. Because <laughs> he, was, he wasn't going for it last year, remember? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, anyway, uh, D-Sonics, the community trophy count. Community trophy count, okay. Uh, this week's honourable mentions are Glengen, uh, Michael X. Seaman, Tiddlers, and Shadow Knight. What has happened to Michael X. Seaman? Give a fuck anymore, does he? He's proven himself. Yeah, he went out there to prove himself. He done that. He's he, retired. He's, he burnt he's, himself out. He's, he's to be fair, he smashed it that first year, didn't he? Really? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, on with the proper count. Uh, in twenty eighth place, we have a tie between Man Tickler and Cube Dude with one trophy. Twenty uh, seventh place, we have another tie between Ozzy and Nismo with two trophies. Uh, 26th place, we have Naughty Monkey with five trophies. 
25th place is another tie between Birdie and Cats We Like with six trophies. 24th place is Griff with seven trophies. Uh, 23rd place is Angry with 11 trophies. Uh, 22nd, uh, another tie between The Stellar King and Suck69 with 12 trophies. Uh, another tie in 21st place between Ballsitchy Virus and Sea Gamer with 14 trophies. Uh, 20th place is Brain Crush with 15 trophies. Uh, 19th place is Gunnar with 17 trophies. 18th place is Mr. Slugger with 22 trophies. Uh, 17th place is Waterfields with 24 trophies. 16th place, In Control James with 27 trophies. 15th place is Collier with 29 trophies. Uh, 14th place is Tron with 32 trophies. Uh, 13th place is Samok with 38 trophies. 12th place is Peewee with 40 trophies. Uh, 11th place is Dodge with 42 trophies. 10th place is Zoolander with 48 trophies. Uh, 9th place is another tie between Andy Noplatz and Crook with 49 trophies. Uh, 8th place is Moe uh, with 59 trophies. Uh, 7th place, and enjoying a happy meal, I'm sure, is Sazati with what? 63 trophies. Did you say Moe with 59 trophies? 59 trophies. Oh, he's back. He's back into the gaming world. <laughs> Moe got game. 6th <laughs> um, place is Datsun Dez with 77 trophies. 5th uh, place is Butters with 98 trophies. 4th uh, place is Smithy with 133 trophies. What did you get, Zonal? 130. 3rd place is Voodoo with 167. 2nd place is Cheesesteak Phil with 197. Oh, go on, Phil. And in 1st place, Qvise, our resident fucking trophy whore of the Platinums, with 227 trophies. Trophy whore of the universe. Yes. Uh, yeah, he also... Email he also, asking for dings. Yeah, we've got nothing from Voodoo and nothing from Kivas. No, yeah. but I, I, I will add he did uh, post in the WhatsApp group. He uh, he broke into the was it the top one hundred in Britain for most oh, yeah. platinum trophies. Yeah. So he, well done, Kivas. He also said that he feels he should platinum Toro. <laughs> I think he should too. Yeah, maybe. I'd like to. I'd like to see that. Because <laughs> <laughs> that page is unplayable. <laughs> is it unplatinable though? Yeah. Well, I, I would say, you know, by default, if it's unplayable, it's unplatinable. Yeah, but you haven't tried Orc Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, Q yeah, but as, you, as you said, there were kind of ways around that. I'm not sure there is with Toro. <laughs> uh, maybe, but Qvise persevered with Orc Slayer, so I'm sure we can give. Toronto. You you look at his trophy list. He's persevered, persevered with some fucking proper shit games. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, well done, everyone. Um, except for you guys that got more than me. F you. <laughs> um, okay, that's um, pretty much it for this broken ass show. 
that's uh, started and stopped and started and stopped as it's been going on. Obviously, if you listen to the edited version, you're not going to know what I'm talking about because you, know, you won't get the 25 minutes of no talking that happens at the beginning of the show. Okay, to you, and in the middle of the show. <laughs> and in the middle of the show, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, anyway. Um, I suppose before we say goodbye, we need to mention um, the TSUC 24-hour gaming marathon number four. This is the fourth in the IV. series, which is obviously the better version. IV, yeah. Um, yeah, so the Just Giving page is up and running. If you head over to Just Giving and do a search for TSUC, you'll find the, the Just Giving the donation page for special effect. So if you want to make your donations now, please go ahead. Um, we've already had some donations from some of you. Stella King has been doing some um, eBay auction to raise some money for special effects uh, and putting it straight to the donation page so very much appreciated to all of you um, Stella King as always is our charity guru um, and uh, just happy to have him on our side and supporting us um, he always does every year and I think every year he excels himself So, and he's doing well so far this year um, to anyone else donate so far, thank you very much. To those looking to donate, go ahead, do it whenever. Um, don't wait around for uh, me to post any special stuff coming up. There will be some stuff coming up. If you've already donated, I'll make sure it's included in any uh, raffle prizes. You don't have to wait around um, to see what they are. Um, a target this year we've set at 1,250, so we've increased it. 250 from last year we hit the target last year so we're hoping we can hit the new target this year um, yeah the support was brilliant so we're hoping the support will be brilliant again this year um, alongside that there is the TSUC merchandise store which we already mentioned where uh, you can buy t-shirts and hoodies um, and any profit made from those is being put to the to the charity as well for special effects so um, if you're buying yourself you want to get yourself a new t-shirt hoodie do it and you'll also be kind of donating towards the charity at the same time so um, go ahead and do that there's a link on the website um, or it's tbsuk.cottoncart.com if you want to try and search for it but um Apart from that, any updates we've got coming up about the 24 Gaming or uh, anything about TSUC, make sure you're following us on Twitter, at TPSUK, or the Facebook page, just do a search for TPSUK, and you'll probably find a group and a TSUC page, so just join both of those to make sure you're kept up to date. Um, that's pretty much it. Anything else we need to mention before we say goodbye? Bring us a present back, Don. <laughs> yeah, you should do that, really. Stick a rock will do. Some sangria. Oh. A Spanish woman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think.
think he could probably get away with a couple of those things in his suitcase. A Spanish woman, I'm not sure. Yeah, if he, you know, just brings nothing else, he could probably fit a small one in the suitcase. What? <laughs> <laughs> a Spanish dwarf. Okay, a Spanish child, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. Right. Um... Right, if we've got nothing else to say, then um, I'd say thank you to all those that are listening live. Um, apologies if you were listening at the beginning of the show and it all messed up and you decided, I don't have to put up with this shit. I don't blame you. Um, but if you stuck around, I do appreciate it. Uh, if you don't listen live, you can listen live. Um, we do a show every two weeks-ish. Cool. Um, <laughs> and on the TSUP website, tpsukpodcast.com, um, there's a live page which has the Twitch stream and the Twitch chat available there. Um, or if you, you use Twitch, just subscribe to the TSUP channel um, so you should know when we go live. Uh, otherwise, thanks for downloading and listening if you do it via that way, iTunes or Stitcher or anything like that. Very much appreciated. Uh, that's it. Thanks for listening. I have been Zonal Ripper. I've been Here Comes Bod. I've been D-Sonics. Hello, I'm the Big Dom. Peace out! Hmm. So, typical, he shows up at the end. I know, always. Unbelievable. They even bring me rock. No. Oh, Bod's Spanish child. <laughs> <laughs>